Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Happy Friday, my friend. Happy Friday. Good Friday on Text Talk once again. It's always Good Friday. And now that we're in Matthew, it's actually always a good day. Uh, they're always good days. Uh, we're getting excited about the weekend and, of course, the Lord's Day, the first day of the week we come together and worship here. If you are in the Tampa area, we'd love to meet you, love to worship with you here at Livingston. And so go to our website, which is christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. You'll get all the information about that. And you can find that link in our show notes. And check out the link in the show notes. Of course, we'd love to hear from all you text talkers. Send us an email text talk at christiansmeethere.org text talk at christiansmeethere.org write review the podcast share it with a friend we love y'all so much today we are continuing in matthew chapter 10 in fact concluding our reading and discussion of matthew chapter 10 so uh, edwin what are you going to read for us today yeah over the past couple days we've had a little bit of overlap and interlocking with our reading we're going to do that today i'm going to back up to verse 34 but then i'm going to read to the end of the chapter and i will do that from the english standard version Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. The promise of reward. We've been seeing here in this chapter uh, great cost involved with being a disciple of Jesus. To be like our master, to be like our teacher, uh, means that we will be treated and should expect to be treated like our master, like our teacher, uh, and which has not been good in this world. And yet we have been promised that the God and Father of us all knows the number of the hairs on our head, cares more for us than all the rest of his creation that he maintains so well. Here in the end, we are encouraged to take up a cross. Now, I know that this uh, expression has become kind of shorthand in Christendom for, you know, whatever ails you. Oh, (laughs) gout, gout. But we all have our cross to bear. We all have our cross to bear. Mm, I stubbed my toe last night. I think I broke it. But we all have our cross to bear. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, just whatever little hardship or inconvenience in life must be our cross to bear. Bearing the cross in the New Testament context is the instrument of your own execution. We've been talking about being faithful to the Lord unto death. And I think this is quite vivid imagery of just what sort of a death you may endure for the Lord. Nobody wanted to bear a cross in the days of Jesus, no. because bearing a cross in the days of Jesus meant you're about to die. You're about to die, number one, in a public and shameful way. 
number two, in an excruciating, torturous manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like the idea of why don't you go build your own gallows? Why don't you carry your own noose? Why don't you uh, lug that electric chair? You know, <laughs> this is this is really the picture, and all of those things sound morbid and awful to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So does carry your cross. <laughs> yeah, we just have forgotten that as as people have have taken this statement from Scripture and basically taken all the power and the the strength out of it to apply it to, I mean, look, sometimes terrible things that we have to go through. I mean, I, I get it, but it's it's not that, you know, hey, oh, well, I got diagnosed with cancer. We all have our cross to bear. Hey, a cancer diagnosis is really, really awful. Well, that's bad news. But it's not carrying the cross. Right. It's not carrying the cross. So the cross has to do with burdens and persecutions, you know, actually tied to my faithful following of the master. Is that fair? Yes, <laughs> it is. I am. And so don't. My... And so we should not dilute or weaken what he's talking about here by taking this imagery and applying it to all the difficulties of life, even, even though there are genuine difficulties. I, I'm not going to take anything away from my brother with his cancer diagnosis. I'm going to hold his hand. I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to encourage him however he can. But I, I'm, I can't I can't say, well, you have cancer because you're a Christian. That, there, that that's not the cross. There are plenty of non-Christians who also contract cancer. Exactly. And it's having cancer, having a tragedy in your life, having um, a trauma is not bearing the cross. Bearing the cross is sacrificing my life. It is giving up my life in order to pursue, pursue the things of Jesus. If we can picture it this way. So Jesus is king, and we talk mm-hmm. about giving our allegiance to Jesus as king. Mm-hmm. It's the recognition that as far as living in this world, Jesus is an invading king. He has now come behind enemy lines. And the reality is, is that everything I have in this world is actually on enemy territory. Mm-hmm. And when I give allegiance to the king, the invading king, then in order to do that, what I often have to do is, well, I got to give up my land. I got to give up my home and my family may not come with me. I may have to give up my family. I won't have access to my savings account and my my employer won't give me my retirement fund anymore. I'm saying that, look, I am leaving this kingdom and I am going over to that kingdom. I am giving up what makes up my life here in this in this kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go and I do that because I think and I believe and I have faith that ultimately the life I will have in that kingdom is better than the life I have in this one. But if I keep trying to preserve my life in this worldly earthly kingdom and all the things that seem to make this life worthwhile and purposeful and meaningful, if I keep trying to hang on to those things, then I actually end up with no life in either place. Right. Right, so faithfulness can look like going to the cross and dying the martyr's death, be faithful unto death. But faithfulness can also look like even uh, offering a cup of cold water. Nothing nearly so uh, momentous in our sight. I I think the, the great challenge is that whatever we're called upon to do, whether we see it is is great in our eyes or even you know even great in the name of the Lord or or small, it is the faithfulness uh, that that He desires and He rewards. 
Carrying our cross can mean literally I end up getting crucified. It yeah. did mean that for some of the apostles and, and for by some tradition of the early it meant that for Peter. Yes. Right. Yeah. But carrying our cross might be the metaphor of just I give up my life for Jesus, even this life. So, for instance, I become a Christian. Mm -hmm. And up until this time, my job has been, um, you know, um, I, I work at a bar. Mm -hmm. I work at a bar yeah. and my job and the way I make my money is helping people get drunk. Yep. And you know what? I, uh, I can't do that anymore. I can't do that anymore. That is opposed to Jesus Christ. That is opposed to the teaching of sobriety. Yeah. I have become a Christian. I'm going to give up that job. But wait, I'm a little scared. I'm scared if I give up that job because, look, my rent's coming due, and I've been running. I, I mean, it's it's yeah. month to month. It's hand to mouth at my household. And if I give up that job, I may not be able to make the rent, and I may not be able to put food on my kids' table on on the kids' table or clothes on the, clothes on their back. You know what? I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on that until I find another job. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, it's taken a little bit longer to find that job. And and uh, no, 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 no. It's it's a cross. That is, that is mm -hmm. carrying the cross. Mm -hmm. Carrying the cross is saying, mm -hmm. I am giving my complete and total allegiance to Jesus Christ, and I am going to seek his kingdom first. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to make this decision based on what's going to put food on the table. I'm going to make this decision based on what shows the most allegiance to Jesus Christ. I'm going to quit that job. And if it takes me six months, I'm putting my faith in Jesus Christ to take care of me. And of course, that says something about the church and the Christians being able to support people to make that kind of decision. We're not supporting people when they become Christians and we say, hey, yeah, that's fine. Look, no, no, don't don't quit a job until you have another one. Right. No, it's like, look, quit your job. Yeah. It is wrong for you to be doing right. that job. Uh, you don't need to be working at the casino and in the bars and in the strip clubs and you don't need to be doing these unjust things. We'll help you find a job. That's right. And we'll take care of you till you get it. That's right. That's right. That's part of being the family of God and people understanding that that they are not alone, that God is going to meet their needs. And one of the ways he does that for his people is through his church. Another another means of carrying the cross, and it's specifically in this context, and it's the most painful. It's the most painful. Somebody in our family comes to us and says, you know what? I don't like you Christians. I don't like what you Christians teach. Yeah. I've heard everything you've had to say about it, and I don't like it, and I'm not following that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue this sin. I'm going to pursue this kind of lifestyle. And you know what? You guys are just a bunch of haters. If you want me to be in your life, you've got to kowtow to me. Mm -hmm. And what Jesus says is, love him more. That's love right. him more. And it is carrying a cross to sacrifice this, this thing that is absolutely a part of our identity and our life. We're talking about family. Right. And it's... And that's carrying a cross. Yeah. That's saying, you know what? I'm not going to hang on to the things that make up my life here in this world. That I'm not going to hang on to these things that have seemed to be so important for living because I'm, I'm going to be a part of his family. I'm going to be a part of Jesus' kingdom. I'm going to give my allegiance. I'm going to carry the cross. You're giving examples here of, of a self-denial. Um and that's a very unpopular message. As we've been talking all week, this chapter is is not the soft sell on Christianity at all. It's the itemized list of costs for counting the cost, you know, up up to your life. And this idea that the the things that you know perhaps I want to pursue because it gives me pleasure, uh, or because I've always done that, or I'm making money in this way. I mean, I, I think the the bartender illustration is excellent. I, you know, I, I think about 
even in the scriptures, the idea of a tax collector, you know, and part of his re- repentance or a demonstrable repentance is saying, I- I'll restore anyone I've ever cheated, mm. or, or the prostitutes, you know, that they can no longer make a living that way in fornication. Uh, people who have come before us in the way of Christ have made these kinds of decisions to say, I'm going to follow Christ, and, and that's that's the cross that I will bear. But when I'm resisting temptation, when I'm breaking these habits and vices in my life, I'm doing this in the name of Christ. And there can be pain and repercussion in those things, uh, particularly until I'm, I'm able to work through and find the better way. And we're, we're told, yes, you need to love me more, bear that cross, mortify that flesh, put those things to death, and follow me. We've talked about this before, Andrew, but I want to say it to you again. When there's ever a point at which I say, uh, Jesus surely couldn't have expected this from me mm. because it's painful, it's hard, it's super sacrificial. Uh, look, there, there, look, there's a lot of things Jesus doesn't expect from us, okay. But if my only argument is I can't imagine he would ask this of me because of how much it hurts, we need to remember he went to the cross. Yeah. And he actually has called us to carry a cross. Yeah. And if we carry that cross... And we confess him as Lord. And we confess him as Lord not just by saying before we're baptized, I believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. We confess him as Lord when our boss says, no, you've got to do this or I'm going to fire you. And we say, all right, fire me. When our family comes to us and says, you've got to kowtow to this or I'm going to abandon you. Okay. Uh, you know, we'll we'll right. live with that. That's, that's when we're confessing him as Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be praying, God, give us that strength and courage to do that. Thank you so much for joining us on Text Talk today. Hope you have a good and safe weekend. And uh, let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus Christ, who practiced all that he preached and carried his cross. Father, as he tells us what it means to be a follower, to fear you more than men, we realize that there's going to be relationships in our life. There's going to be vocations. There's going to be goals. There's going to be behaviors, temptations. Father, that all these things we we may need to crucify as well. In your name and to be faithful to your word, we're going to take up our cross. And we pray, God, that you would give us the courage to do that this day, to crucify self, that we might live for you and live for you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.